road What's paying your soul? Till we don't get both You know how the story goes Mama had a lover Half has to want another Eight year old with brothers Mama won't believe her Trying to tell her mama Hey, she's coming to my room When it's noon When you're wearing home I'm on my lawn Staring his eyes The way he licks his mouth With the shuffle trap I pull it dead as crap But they kept the last When it happened very fast My you know that home When I need that you most My bro was on the floor My pants on my knees I even begged him please He wouldn't get my bleed Except for me I hope now you believe me more See what you made me more Hey, a pride and a life taken first belief Somebody pray for her I think she's losing it Stop that child abuse Stop that violation Stop that corruption Stop that abortion Stop that child abuse Stop that child abuse Stop that violation Stop that corruption Stop that abortion Stop that child Hello and welcome to another interesting and educative edition of your number one child protection program on radio called Child Abuse Alerts. Yes, the program that exposes the activities of wicked and unreasonable people who abuse children and subject them to all forms of maltreatment. And of course, the program that teaches everyone a day how to protect their child from every form of child abuse. My name is Cyril Isi. Alright, this is how we do it every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. live from our studio here at City City Radio, right here in the HM city of Ibadan, the Oyo State capital. You can actually listen to us live on Anchor at www.anchor.fm slash City Radio. And also, you can get updates on the program and all other of our programs on social media on our social media platforms uh, on Facebook, Instagram, on and Twitter at CTCD Radio. Now, this edition and previous editions of the show are available as podcasts on Spotify and Anchor. To listen, just search for CTCD Radio on uh, Anchor and Spotify, and you will be right there. Okay, to join the conversation, please feel free to uh, please feel free to call or send an SMS to zero eight one. 8049-5451. So if you want to report any case of child abuse or you want to join us in discussing the issues we'll be discussing on the show today or you want to make some other form of contribution if you're an expert in the feed uh, you can you are free to, to do so you can join the conversation by calling or sending an sms to 081-8049-5451. Okay let me start the show by saying thank you to you that is listening to me this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Thank you for taking out your time from your busy schedule to join the program. You are, of course, one in a million, and I celebrate you. Thank you to all those that have been following the program right for inception. All those that will make a necessary contribution, parents that subject topics that we should discuss, and of course those that have been victims of child abuse uh, that have been sharing their experiences with us to give us enough materials uh, to use to discuss the program on the show. I want to say thank you, thank you for all you are doing to lend your voice and you know, to raise awareness on the issue of a child sexual abuse and uh, a child abuse in general. Let's keep doing all that we can do for the sake of the. Nigerian child and of course our reward we not go just that our reward is in heaven and of course we are getting it here on earth okay if you want to join the conversation once again please feel free to do so the number to call or to send an xms to 081 5451 okay today on the program we will be looking at the issue of child sexual abuse i told you in previous editions of the program that we want to take a look again at uh, what child abuse entails. I actually went for a training in a school and I was uh, doing child protection training for some teachers in the school and you know, we started discussing what child abuse is all about. Uh, unfortunately, most of the teachers do not even have a good understanding of child abuse. You understand? Most of them say have this feeling that uh, it is when a child is raped that you say that is when you say a child has been abused. You know, I it made me, you understand, to have a rethink that if uh, teachers that are major stakeholders in the life of children in the li in, in, when it comes to protecting and uh, uh, safeguarding the child, if 
one of the major stakeholders uh, do not even know what child abuse is all about then i wonder what the average person out there on the street uh, would know so we've decided also to amplify this issue of child abuse once again the program is all about uh, it's all about child abuse really but we want to look at the definition we want, to under, we want to understand the meaning of what child abuse is all about again we've been doing we don't know repeatedly we do that on the show but uh, we've decided we want to kind of eat it hard we want to look at what child abuse is all about uh, and the different uh, forms of of uh, child abuse so we started by looking at definition of child abuse and the concept of child abuse then we look at uh, child physical abuse we looked at uh, child emotional abuse and today on the show god willing we will be looking at uh, the issue of uh, child sexual abuse and how it affects uh, the child so that's what we'll be discussing on the show today and of course we'll be taking the story of um, a 32 year old man was arrested for defying his neighbor's 13 year old daughter in Lagos. But before we do all that, let's quickly go for a break. When we return, the show we continue. Please don't go anywhere. I am Emmanuel Shilanke. This is City City Radio. My name is Amaomi. You are listening to City City Radio. I am is my name. You are listening to City City Radio. I am Bolu Atifer. This is CTCD Radio. My name is Mrs. Agoe. You are listening to CTCD Radio. Keep listening. You are listening to CTCD Radio, your awesome family radio. Our programs are tailored to inspire and motivate you. We have your best interests at heart. Follow us on all our social media platforms, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter at CTCD Radio. Your personal development is guaranteed. All right, you are welcome back. If you're just joining us, you are listening to Child Abuse Alert with Cyril AC live here on CTCD Radio. Live here on CTCD Radio in the ancient city of Ibadan, the Oyo State Capital. Okay, I said we'll be discussing the issue of child sexual abuse. And of course, we'll look at the story of uh, how the 32-year-old man was arrested. That 32-year-old man in Lagos was arrested for defiling his uh, neighbor's 13-year-old daughter. I'll quickly give a rundown of the story, then we start discussing the story. Okay, a 32 year old married man, Sondi Ukeme, has been arrested by detectives attached to the Accordo Police Division in Lagos for allegedly defiling his neighbor's daughter. The incident happened in Idaso town, Ibejuleki, at about 10:30 p.m. on Saturday, on, on on September 20th, after the suspect's wife left for vigil in one of the churches in the neighborhood. The victim's mother had kept her in the custody of the suspect's wife, Mary Sunday, when she traveled out of town for three weeks. According to the victim's mother, who reported the case at the police station, when she returned from the journey, the victim reported to her that she was defied by the suspect. Confirming the incident to newsmen, the public relations officer of the command, TSP Adekule Adichebutu, said consequent upon the report, report lodged at the police station on October 4th, detectives immediately arrested the suspect. Now, during, investi- uh, during interrogation, the suspect confessed to the crime. He, however, pleaded for mercy, blaming his shameful, immoral, and uh, criminal act on the influence of alcohol. The victim has since been taken to the hospital for medical attention, Ajishebutu said. The case has been transferred to the gender unit of the State Criminal Investigation Department, PANTI, for diligent investigation and prosecution on the directive of the Commissioner of Police, C.P. Akim Odumoshu. All right. So that's the story of uh, how the 32-year-old man uh, was arrested because he defied his neighbor's 13-year-old daughter. Now, let me give a little highlight of uh, the story so that you can have a better understanding of what actually transpired. Now, this 32-year-old man who was arrested, his name happened to be uh, Sunday Ukeme, and he lives at uh, Idaso Tan in Ibejuleki area of Lagos. Now, they, of course, they had a neighbor, and this neighbor has a daughter. 
the neighbor had a daughter who happens to be 13 years old. Now, because the neighbor wanted to travel out of town for reasons not yet known to us, she wanted to travel out of town for a period of about two, uh, three weeks. She decided, uh, obviously, she decided to leave the daughter, the 13 year old daughter, with his neighbor's wife. Now, not with the man, but with the woman. She kind of handed over the the thirteen-year-old girl to the wife of this suspect, the man we are talking about now, which happens to be Sunday, who came in, and she decided to travel. The reason why she didn't travel with the daughter, we actually do not know. Yes, we are not told in the story. Now, when she traveled, this thirteen-year-old girl was living with the neighbor. You understand the man and his wife they were all living together in the same house. they happen to be neighbors so basically they live in the same yeah they're in the same neighborhood then one day the wife decided to go for a ninth vg being a christian she decided to seek the face of god for reasons best known to her so she left the girl all alone in the house with her husband and she went to church for prayers that same night left the daughter alone in the house the husband saw it as an opportunity you know to pray on the innocent girl and of course he raped the girl he defied the 13 year old girl now when the mother now returned after a three weeks journey she you know the daughter told the mother what transpired that the neighbor's husband actually raped her and the mother would not take it at all you know she, she decided to report the matter to the police and upon um, uh, as soon as uh, the report was lodged at the police station they sprang uh, you know police now they went into action and arrested the man and the man confessed to newsmen that she actually committed the crime and she uh, his excuse was that uh, he was under the influence of uh, alcohol and he was pleading for missing and as we are talking now the case has been transferred to the gender unit of the state criminal investigation department panty for proper investigation and uh, prosecution that is what transpired between this woman a 13 year old daughter and the neighbor and the neighbor say husband all centered on the uh, issue of a uh, child abuse now is child abuse because the victim in the in, in question is a 13 year old girl she's still under 18 and you know we normally say it anybody that is still below that is below the age of 18 is still a child and that person should not be subjected to any form of sexual activities if you engage a a minor somebody that's below the age of 18 in any form of sexual activity you are committing a crime you are committing a crime and of course you will be liable to imprisonment and punishment when you are caught and you are prosecuted now there are a lot of lessons to learn from this story and i want us to pay attention to this as parents or even as a young people that are listening to me on the show the first thing i want to highlight from the story is this your child is not safe with anybody mm, yes your child is not safe with anybody now we are not told the reason why this woman decided uh, not to travel with the child you understand obviously maybe she felt a 13 year old girl should be to an extent being able to fend for herself as and take care of herself for a period of three weeks yes you can leave her all to herself now she took the right i i, I wouldn't want to say it's a wrong decision she, she took absolutely the right decision and handed the child to a fellow woman that she knew not a stranger so the decision she took, you understand, was a good decision. She handed the child, because she doesn't want to travel with the child, she handed the child to a neighbor who happens to be a woman. Remember, we're talking about the 13-year-old girl who happens to be in secondary school, definitely be in secondary school. So she's grown to an extent to be able to take care of herself. Now, she handed this girl to the neighbor who happens to be a woman to help keep high on, on her until she returned for just a short period of three weeks now she obviously took the right decision but what i want to uh, i want to say concerning that is the, uh, no, the reason why she took that decision was because she felt the child would be safe with the neighbor if it if it had occurred to her that the child will not be safe or she's likely to be abused 
she will not leave the child. That is just the truth. So she left the child in the custody of the neighbor and traveled. Now, what I want to say is this. Your child is not safe with anybody. Eh, eh, it might, you might like, oh, okay, yes, that, 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 that might be a difficult pill to swallow. But as a child protection officer and somebody that's, that's into child rights advocacy, I can tell you that the people you least expect to abuse your child are likely the ones to abuse your child. Your child is not a stranger. That we already know. Your child is also not safe with neighbors. Your child is not safe with relatives. Your child is not safe with anybody. You, you can only vouch for yourself. You know when the Bible said the heart of a man is desperately wicked, who can know it? Uh, it might sound like, oh, see, it involves everybody, including the people that are laughing with you, are dancing with you, are, are clapping with you, or are eating with you, or dining with you. You don't know what is going on in their mind. They might just be a sexual predator, a sex predator, a child sexual predator, or a pedophile looking for a good opportunity to prey on any available child that is why i said your child is not safe and you and you have to think you have to have that at the back of your mind if you always have it at the back of your mind that your child see protection comes from god before you start telling me that okay well uh, it is god that protects yes i know i agree 100 percent with you that god is his god that protects the child yes but you have a role to play the, the reason why I'm emphasizing on the, the fact that you should know that your child is not safe with anybody is for you to put measures in place to safeguard your child. If you have it at the back of your mind at any point in time that your child is not safe, when your child is not in, within your reach at any point in time, your child might be exposed to any form of danger. If you have that at the back of your mind, you will put measures in place to keep the child safe when the child is not with you. That is where I'm going to. So at every point in time as a parent, you have to put measures in place to protect your child, to safeguard your child. Because the safety of your child is of paramount importance. It is better your child is not involved in any form of abuse than for your child to be involved in abuse and you start looking for how to remedy the situation. You understand what I'm saying? So it is involved, it is important that you have to put this at the back of your mind. Safety of your child should be paramount. Now, I will, I will not say, okay, uh, the mother shouldn't have left the child. She, 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 no. Yes, the mother could have left it. The, she knows the reason why she decided not to go uh, with uh, to, to make that journey with the child. She knows the reason. You understand what I'm saying? No. Another thing that we need to learn from this story is this. Teach your child how to protect themselves that is where i am heading to so parents are they listening to me you have to teach your child the the responsibility of educating your child girl child and boy child how to protect themselves from abuse is your primary responsibility as a parent you owe them that responsibility as you are you know, exposing them to a form of education, formal education in school, teaching them how to chores, how to do things in the house, how to take care of them, how to take care of themselves, how to, you know, when they are getting to adolescence, how to get used to their body changes and all that. As you are teaching them that, you should also teach them how to protect themselves from abuse because abuse normally occurs to children or normally occurs to children. And the best way to prevent or, or to prevent uh, the best way to prevent uh, sexual abuse or any kind of abuse from or happening to a child is to teach the child how to protect his or herself uh, from abuse. That is a saying, and I want you to take note of it. The best way to, to, to protect a child from an abuse is to teach the child how to protect his or herself from abuse. So you have to take it upon yourself as a parent to educate your child 
on what he or she needs to know about uh, preventing sexual abuse. The emphasis is on preventing. It is better for it to be prevented, appropriate to be prevented, than for it to happen and you start seeking vengeance or seeking a, a remedy or seeking for help. Because sometimes the damage that it will cause to the child is something you will not be able to fathom. So it is important uh, that you teach the child. Now, what do you teach the child? I'm going to give you t uh, tips on how or what you should teach your child or 10 ways you can teach your child. Uh, you can equip your child with the skills that can help them to prevent sexual abuse or teach your child things they need to know that can help them to prevent themselves uh, from the sexual abuse. Number one, talk about uh, body parts early enough. Talk about much as your your kids are growing. Once they get to the age of a, a year and a half, that is eighteen months. Teach them about their body. Start teaching them about their body parts. Let them know their body parts and the names of their body parts, including their private parts. You should know their name. Penis should be called penis, not a wee wee or what you say. You your parents as a way of using funny names to refer to private parts. Use the right name. The reason why we emphasize teaching them early the names of their body private uh, their body parts or their body parts their names their appropriate names including their private parts is for it to be easy for the child to report an abuse when it occurs because if the child is not empowered with the right name when if they want to report an abuse to you they will not know how to really put it together put the words together you understand so demystify this thing like some part of the body should not be called their name no say it to the child let the child when the child will you know is referring to the penis let it be penis that the child use you understand what i'm saying so teach them early as early as 18 months you understand teach them their the body their, their body private part their body parts and also their body private part now also number two teach them that body parts are private there are some parts of their body that are private there are some parts of their body that are private that is no one is expected to touch them no one is expected to talk about them and no one is expected to look at them so when you're teaching your your kids about their private body parts you let them know three things about their private uh, private body parts no one is expected to touch them yeah touch their body private part no one is expected to look at their body private part and no one is expected to talk about their body private parts you have to emphasize this to them as early as possible so it helps them to protect themselves when somebody is trying to trespass because what you are trying to do is obviously you are trying to build boundaries you are you are trying to build boundaries for your child letting them know that some part of their body can be touched some part of their body cannot be touched. Somebody can touch them on their shoulder, but somebody cannot touch them on their chest. For a boy child and a girl child, yes. Somebody should not touch them on their penis or their vagina, as the case may be. Somebody should not touch them on their buttocks. You emphasize this. Emphasize it to them. Somebody should not touch them there. Somebody should not look at it. Somebody should not talk about it. Now, there's an exemption to this rule. You, of course, you can talk about it because you are their parents. Now, when they are still young, they are being put in the care of nannies and the caregiver in school. So, those, their teacher in school, when they are still early enough, can touch them. They can clean them because they want to clean them and what have you. But it gets to a point when they get to a certain age, you understand, when they can take care of themselves, they can go through the toilet themselves, they can clean themselves up. When it gets to that age that your child can use the toilet by his or herself, use you no know, clean his or herself, nobody and absolutely nobody should touch them there. So number three, you teach your child body boundaries. That's what I'm trying to emphasize. Body boundaries. They are, they, you know, there are some part of their body that should not be touched. Their chest, their their private parts. Their buttocks, uh, their lip, all those are small, but uh, that parts of their body, body, but that should be private and should not be touched. Then tell your child that body secrets are not okay. When we say your, you should tell your child that body secrets are not okay, it's simple. When somebody touched them there, they should report to you. They shouldn't keep it as secret. Let them know that it's a very serious offense. 
if somebody touched them in their private parts, whether the person is their classmate or their age mate or their teacher or somebody in authority over them, they should report to you because most times when these sexual abusers or sexual predators touch these kids in their private body parts, they want them not to talk about it, not to report, to keep it a secret. Sometimes they bribe them. Sometimes they, they threaten them that if you talk about it, they are going to die. So you have to do everything to make sure that your child doesn't keep such secrets. Even if they threaten them that they are going to die, you let them know that nothing will happen to them. You start telling them very early enough that they should report. Anytime somebody told you a private party, they should report. They should report. They should report. They should report to you as the parent. Because most times, abuse, before it gets to the stage of being raped, a child being raped, most times the, the person must have groomed them. You understand? That's what we call the grooming process. The person must have groomed them, or we talk about grooming them, touching them inappropriately, using uh, inappropriate ways to them, exposing them to all manner of sexual activities. Before it gets to the point, when, when they've succeeded in grooming them properly, they now start exploiting them and having sexual intercourse with them or raping them. So to prevent such from happening, you have to educate your child. Let your child to know that keeping secret, when it happened for any reason, they should report, report to you. Keeping secret is not okay and encourage them to report. It helps you to know the next line of action to take. Then number five, tell your child that no one should take pictures of their private part. That is absolutely wrong. Nobody should take pictures of their body private parts. Nobody. Nobody. In short, it is even okay that you tell your child they should be aware of people taking pictures of them. You know, I've, I've gotten to that level now. Like, okay, apart from telling your child nobody should take picture of their private body parts, tell them nobody should take picture of them. So if somebody comes with a phone and says, hey, stay, I want to snap you, say no. Your child should say no. My mom said nobody should take pictures of me. Because also, see, let me tell you, that is how most kids have been exposed to kidnapping. Somebody that is very close to them take their pictures and send them, send the picture to somebody that they will use to perpetrate the crime. The kidnappers that will come and kidnap them. So let your child know that they should be wary of people taking their pictures. Nobody should take their pictures. Because you are not only protecting them from uh, abuse now, you are protecting them from kidnapping as the case may be. Nobody should talk to see their private, nobody should take picture of their private body. But then number six, teach your child eh, how to get out of scary and uncomfortable situation. When your child you know, when your child is in a situation whereby somebody is trying to touch them inappropriately or expose them to sexual kind of sexual activities, eh, please they, uh, uh, teach your child how your child can get out of that situation. Your child can just tell the person, if, if somebody is touching them inappropriately, for example, your child can just tell the person, please, I, I want to go and use the, the loo, or I want to go and use myself, and use that opportunity to escape, to leave that environment. Or if somebody is, trying, is touching them inappropriately, or using ways, uh, that are sexual in nature to the child or exposing the child to pornography and your child is not comfortable of course your child shouldn't be comfortable with the, or that kind of uh, activities you tell your child they can get out of that situation by just taking an excuse that please i want to go and use myself or i want to go and uh, be i want to go and uh, do something for my mom and leave that environment that is a way of safeguarding them then number seven have a code word for your child to use whenever your child is unsafe a good word. You, you encourage your child to be able to call you. So your child can call you now and want to report a case of a, a child abuse or trying to tell you that where he or she is is not safe. Somebody is trying to abuse them. You, they, they should be a good word. They, the child children just see it because the person, uh, the person that wants to abuse them might be there listening to their conversation. So you tell them, okay, probably for if somebody is trying to abuse you sexually, you can just stay, tell your mom, say, call your mommy and say, say, mommy, mommy, see me, mommy, see me. Another person may not understand what that means, but you as the parents understand that mommy, see me means uh, somebody wants to abuse them uh, sexually. So you, you have this kind of code words that you use for to 
to make your child to be able to, to communicate effectively with you without another person understanding and you make sure you, your child does not reveal this secret code to other person including their teacher then tell your child that they will never be in trouble if they tell you about the secret so if them, somebody is trying to abuse them let your child know that if they report to you they will never be in trouble but rather that person will be in trouble yes because you are not going to take it lightly with uh, that person. Then number nine, tell your child that, uh, um, let your child know that body touch, there are some body touch, you know, we, we, we always say there are some good touch and bad touch. That's quite all right. Some good, some touch are good, some touch are bad. But let your child know that there are some bad touch that feels good. If somebody is tickling them, like, it feels good, but it's inappropriate. You understand? There are some times the person might just be using it to break the boundaries of a child from tinkling the child the person progressed to touching the child probably on the on the chest or that's their breast or touching their private body parts so you let your child know that there's some touch that might feel good and might not be okay so such kind of touch should be reported most especially when it gets to their private body parts and lastly tell your child that even if they know someone or even if it's another child that wants to to, to break all these rules that you have given to them, they should report. The rules are the same for everybody. The same for their parents, the same for their siblings, the same for their neighbors, the same for their age mate, the same for their schoolmate, the same for their teacher, for everybody. The same rule applicable to everybody. That way, you will empower your child to effectively protect themselves for every form of uh, abuse. Uh, all right, I'm going to be passed with this now. Okay, I said teach your child what they need to know, and I've told you what you should teach your child now. Then uh, another thing you need a lesson we need to learn from that story. We are still looking at the story of how the 32 year old man raped the 13 year old neighbor that was left in the wife's uh, custody. Now, another lesson we can learn from that story is if you are leaving your child with somebody for any reason, make sure you have means of communicating with the child every day so that you know what is going on with the child. So it's not until you return that the child has to report to you what has transpired. So if you're if, if you living a 13-year-old girl, you should empower that child with a mobile cell. Give the child a phone. Mom, this other phone that are, that are yeah, very affordable, not a smartphone, this normal phone that they can use just to make call and to receive call. So that you can interact with the child, find out about the welfare of the child, how she's faring, if she feels safe, if you understand, in that environment. Because I believe before the man would have taken advantage of that gate, the other opportunity of raping her, the man might have been making some kind of advances at her. You understand probably looking at her in a uh, hardly or touching her inappropriately because you know they are in the same vicinity now when the child is feeling uncomfortable those kind of in that kind of environment the, the child can report to you and tell you that this is what she's experiencing and what she's feeling so you can take appropriate action you can decide to move the child from that place to another place until you return or you decide to cut your journey short and come and take your child pick up your child it is very, very important that there should be a means of communicating with your child. When you are not in, within, even if your child is in boarding school, please communicate with them every now and then. Forget about this policy that they say you use once in a while. You communicate with your child. Yeah, your child. Try to know how they are faring at every point in time. Then also, another lesson we can pick from this story is report every cases of sexual abuse to the appropriate authority. No matter the plea of the person involved, whether the person is a relative or a neighbor or somebody you know or can look on, or no matter how much begging they do, it is very, very important that you report every case of sexual abuse, most especially the one involving your child directly to the police authority. You have to report because one, if you report, they will be able to keep track of the case and pro investigate properly. You might not just know that person might be abusing other children before and your child just be a latest cash or I mean, his latest victim. So you need to report. Report the case to the required authority. Report to the police so that if this person is a serial child abuser, that person can be nabbed and locked up in jail so that he does not endanger the life of other children. And you also report so that your child can get help. And sometimes when you do not report and the, 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 the suspect sees that he can just go scot-free by just begging, he will repeat it again and come and beg again. We've had stories of people who commit a, sexual, a case of sexual abuse rape. The first time they will beg and they will go scot-free. They will even get to the point of reporting to the police and they will beg again and the case will be withdrawn and they will still do it again. 
So the best thing to do is to make sure that that person fix the 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 consequences of his action. And the consequences of the action entails the person being locked up. The person will be locked up in jail because it's a serious offense. When you 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 sexually abuse a child, you are committing a serious offense that can earn you life imprisonment. So if you're having any kind of thoughts about having sexual activities with a child, you better stay away from it because it is life imprisonment if you are caught and prosecuted. It is life imprisonment. So you take note of that. Another thing we should learn from that story is never listen to the plea of mercy of people. When people start begging you that uh, you should just have mercy after all, God has mercy upon us. Let them know this has to do with the child. They should know better. It is the duties of adults to protect children, not to take advantage of them. If a full-grown man is thinking of having sex, they should have sex with an adult, not a child. It is very, very important. Also, if your child is a victim of sexual abuse, please get help for that child. When your child happens to be a victim of child sexual abuse, please get help for that child. It is very, very important. It is very important you get it because there are a lot of trauma the child will be going through. And please don't blame your child. Never blame a child when he or she is being sexually abused or was sexually abused. Don't call, don't, don't try to shift the blame to the child. And then why can't you protect yourself? Why can't you live there? No. Don't blame the child. You are, you, you are subjecting the child to more trauma. You are making the child to hate themselves. Father, show the child love and get a way of helping the child. After you have reported to the police, get help, medical help, uh, get uh, experts, counselors that can talk to the child so that the child will undergo ter therapy and uh, be able to cope with the trauma. Because it will, you see, it's always traumatic. Even as an adult, when you are raped, when somebody rapes you, it has a real traumatic experience, uh, uh, effect on you. Not to talk about a child that an adult forcefully has kind of knowledge of. The pains that the child has to go through during that period of the sexual activities is enough. The physical pain, they not talk of the 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 the, 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 the psychological abuse. So you have to do everything that you can to make sure that you 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 get help for the child. It is very very important. All right, we'll quickly go for a break. When we return the show, we continue. Please um, don't go. You are listening to City City Radio, your awesome family radio. Our programs are tailored to inspire and motivate you. We have your best interests at heart. Follow us on all our social media platforms, on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter at City City Radio. Your personal development is guaranteed. I am Emmanuel Shulanke. This is CTCD Radio. My name is Amaomi. You are listening to CTCD Radio. Hi, Omide is my name. You are listening to CTCD Radio. Hi, I'm Bolu Atifer. This is CTCD Radio. My name is Ms. Zagoe. You are listening to CTCD Radio. Keep listening. Alright, you're welcome back if you're just joining us. You're listening to Child Abuse Alert with Cyril Isi live here on CTCD Radio. Of course, my name is Cyril Isi. I'm a child rights advocate and oh, I am also a child safety as a guiding officer. You can, feel free, you, you, you can report any case of child abuse to me. Yes. As a, as, as a person. And I will help you take it up. And also, you can... Um, Shut me up if you need help in, uh, in uh, educating your child on how to protect his or herself from every form of abuse. Uh, before we start the show, I want to quickly say this. Please, it's not only your girl child that you educate on how to protect themselves from abuse. You also educate your boy child because boys, as well as girls, are being subjected to sexual abuse every now and then. It's not only girls that have been sexually abused. Boys also are 
going through some form of sexual abuse and they might not be telling you because you have not encouraged them to speak up on them, fit them with the right information that they need to protect themselves from every form of abuse. Okay, let's quickly start discussing our topic for today. We want to look at child sexual abuse, what it entails and the effects it has on the child. So let me start by saying this. What is a child sexual abuse? Child sexual abuse is any sexual act between an adult and a child. Any sexual act between an adult and a child or between two children when one exerts power over the other for sexual gratification so it can it can it, it involves sexual act between an adult and a child which is a minor it could also be between another child probably an older child and a, a younger child or children of the same age too then also uh, a, 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 when it involves an adult and a minor one have to exert power over the other for sexual gratification sexual abuse is sexual activity in which a child is encouraged or coerced by an abuser to carry out uh, the sexual activity uh, to carry out uh, sexual activity uh, activity it, it activities either on themselves or on another person with or without a physical violence now the moment one person imposes their sexual desire on another person it is referred to as uh, an abuser in every instance of, of abuse there's always an abuse of power and often a breach of trust since the abuser often targets a person more vulnerable than themselves. So basically that's what sexual abuse is. So when you involve a child in any form of sexual act, and we're talking about sexual act now, it's not only when you rape a child that's that that, that, that is uh, sexual abuse. When we're talking about sexual act, sexual act entails a lot. Sexual acts or sexual activities that you involve in child, it takes a lot. It's not only sexual intercourse. Sexual intercourse is one of them. I'm sure that one is even abominable. If you involve a child in sexual uh, intercourse or sexual activities, uh, sex, yes, penetration, penetrative uh, sexual activities, that is an abomination. I know when I say it's an abomination because the child is not ready for that. You are obviously subjecting that child to real abuse. Now, what are the sexual activities that we refer to as a... Um, uh, that, that can be categorized as sexual abuse when you involve uh, a child with it. Number one is kissing a child on the lip. It is an abuse when you kiss a child on the lip. If you want to show a child affection, don't kiss the child on the lip. Kiss the child on his forehead. Blow the child a, a, a kiss on the forehead or give the child a peck. Don't kiss the child on the lip because that is so romantic. So most adults that are involved in kissing children on the lip, they obviously, obviously derive sexual satisfaction from it. They will not tell you. That includes the relatives of the child too. So don't allow anybody to kiss your child on the lip. If they want to show your child affection, let them take your child, but definitely not kissing your child on the lip. It is a sexual activity that is referred to as an abuse of the child. Then, fondling a child, that is touching a child or moving your hand over a child's body in a sexual way, that is caressing her. We refer to that as a sexual abuse. If you fondle the, 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 the private part of a child or you, you caress a child, you are abusing that child sexually. Then performing oral sex on a child or making a child to perform oral sex on an adult is also referred to as sexual abuse. If you perform oral sex on a child or make the child perform oral sex on you as an adult, you are obviously abusing the child sexually. The vaginal intercourse or attempted vaginal intercourse is also referred to as sexual abuse. If you have sexual intercourse with a child, whether the child agrees to it, whether you say you are dating a child, because some people they will say, okay, the child is 17 and we are, we are dating, she's my girlfriend or I'm the boyfriend, but what have you. You now have sexual intercourse with the child. You are abusing that child because the child has not turned 18. Until a child gets to 18, that is when he can consent or agree to have sexual activity with you. So if you do that to a, to a person that is below the age of 18, you are abusing the child. Then Anna intercourse or attempted Anna intercourse is also referred to as sexual abuse. If you decide to have sex with a child through his anus, you are abusing the child. That is child sexual abuse. You, that is against nature in the first place. You cannot uh, have sexual uh, activity, uh, intercourse with a child through the animals. You just want to kill that child. Please, let's desist for it, those of you that are, that are used to it. Uh, then another uh, kind of sexual activity uh, that we uh, refer to child abuse 
exhibitionism that is undressing in front of a child and indecent exposure of the private part to a child. When you as an adult decide to undress, go naked in front of a child, the child is there looking at you, you are removing your clothes, removing your, your underwears in front of a child, go, you deliberately expose your private part to a child so that the child will see it, you are sexually abusing the child. It's whether you are the parent of the child, you are abusing the child. So those of you parents, that your child has grown to a reasonable age and you are undressing in front of the child, bringing out your private part in front of the child, you are abusing the child sexually. They're taking photographs of the child in a sexualized manner or taking naked pictures of the child. You are abusing the child. That is sexual abuse. Then voyeurism, that involves a peeping a child. When a child is beaten, you decide to go and peep the child or look for an excuse to enter the bedroom to go and take something so that you can see the nakedness of a child. That is child sexual abuse. You are abusing the child. They're communicating in a sexual way with a child through telephone on the internet. Sending romantic messages, sexually, sexually explicit information to a child via message, via, via, by text message, or even verbally, you are abusing a child. A child that is a, a child that is below a human being that is below the age of eighteen should not be involved in any kind of sexual discussion, any kind of discussion that has some kind of explicit sexual uh, uh, undertone. Then also rape. You know, when you force your child, you force yourself to have a sexual intercourse with a child. It's awful, of course, it's a, a child sexual abuse, and that one is a serious offense. It attracts lifetime imprisonment if you are caught and prosecuted. Then child prostitution, child safely using a child as sexual slave is child abuse. Child prostitution also is child abuse. Then incest, having sexual relationship with someone that is your relative, a brother, siblings having sexual intercourse with himself or being involved in sexual intercourse with themselves or their relatives and niece, uncles, cousins and aunties having sexual activities for themselves is also child abuse. That is when the one of the person involved has to do is a child, is sexual abuse. Then masturbation, you understand, deriving pleasure uh, playing with your private parts in front of a child or making a child to play with his private parts so that the child can get sexual gratification is also referred to as a child abuse. Now, these are some of the activities that are referred to as child sexual abuse and a child should never be involved in them. A child should never be involved in them. Please, parents, take note. Your child should not be involved in any form of sexual activities, knowing or unknowingly. And so the reason why we are bringing this message to you via this platform and this program is to educate you so that you know the things your child is not supposed to be exposed to. Most especially, well, I'm not, well, we always emphasize the age because most parents, they see when their children are in secondary school, you understand they see the children they are they see their children that as the children has grown that the children can take care of themselves so they don't really bother to educate the children no as long as they are still below the age of 18 sure as long as they are still in secondary school it is still your responsibility as parents to keep educating them on what they need to do to protect themselves from every form of abuse it is very very important now is child sexual abuse a punishable offense See, it is a criminal offense. It is a criminal. What I mean is a criminal offense. It's an offense that can send you to jail. According to the Child Rights Act of 2003, it says if you involve a child in any of these activities that we, we discussed now, you are liable to 14 years imprisonment if it has nothing to do with sexual intercourse. If you kiss a child, peep at a child, take naked pictures of a child, uh, and... Uh, make a child to masturbate or show the child naked picture and what have you that has nothing to do with intercourse with the child it's 14 years imprisonment but if it has to do with sexual intercourse vagina intercourse or hana intercourse or rape it is life imprisonment parents it's as serious as that it is as serious because the effect this abuse has on the child is something you cannot fathom it has a devastating effect on the child. That is why we say you have to do everything that you can to make sure your child is protected. The law protects the child. 
you as the parents have a duty to protect the child. And it's good you know. So if somebody rape your child or has sexual intercourse with your child, know that if you report to the police, it is life imprisonment. And it's good most of them go and stay behind the bars for as long as they are living so that they will not do it to another child. Most people are there that abuse children. They are pedophiles. They have the habit of doing it. If they do it to your child, it's not that your child they must have done it. So they have a they have an history of abusing children because of because of the fact that they are pedophiles. So they take pleasure in abusing children sexually. So in order to get them off the street and protect the children that are within their reach, you have to send them to jail by reporting them to the police if they commit any crime of sexual abuse that you are aware of. Keeping quiet doesn't solve the problem. Or, uh, or listening to pleas does not solve the problem. Now, uh, what are the effects of child sexual abuse? Adult child sexual abuse affects the child. It, uh, child sexual abuse affects the child in oh, a whole lot of ways. Uh, we've been talking so much about um, uh, some stuff we've been talking about. There are a whole lot of ways that uh, this child sexual abuse uh, affects the child, and uh, we, we want to look at the effect. One, it has psychological effect on the child. It can affect their academics, uh, you know, it can affect their health. It can affect, a whole lot it can. It can affect so many things about them. That is why you have to be very, very careful. Don't allow your child to be a victim of child sexual abuse because of the effect it has on the child. I have uh, I have given you 10 ways now. I have explained to you 10 ways through which you can protect your child from this. Please listen to that. Adapt to it uh, and you will be good to go. Right about now, that is all we can take on the show. I want to say please, if you if you know any child that is going through any form of child abuse, please report. It is very important that you report any case of child abuse. It is very, very important to report. If, you're, if you know a child, the child might not be your child, the child might be another person's child, and the child is going through one form of sexual abuse or the other, it, could, it might not only be sexual abuse, it might be physical abuse or emotional abuse, please report to the appropriate authority so that the child can get it. It is very, very important. Now, if you are listening to me and you find yourself in your state, you happen to be in your state, you can die in your state emergency to free line that is 615 that's the number it's good every parent save that number most especially for those of you that are in all your state in nigeria if you are in all your state and you are in nigeria please save this number 615 is just three digits 615 that's all your state emergency to free line you can use it to report any case of child abuse to the authorities and they will come to the help of the child so just call that number and and it's free is free so you will be able to report and get uh, the necessary help that uh, you you need for the child it's very very important and also you can reach your your state police command with this number 08081768614 or 08150777888 that's the Oyo state uh, uh, police command numbers just dial any of the number and report any case of child abuse to them and also if it has to do with the uh, child trafficking that is a uh, moving a child for taking a child stealing a child from their parents or deceiving their parents to take a child and move it to another place and uh, use the child for any kind of uh, domestic labor or domestic uh, please report to NAPTIP. NAPTIP NAPTIP is national agency for the prohibition of trafficking in persons uh, they are the organizations that handles cases of sexual abuse against uh, small children their website is www.naptip.gov.ng and their number is 0703000203. I'll take that number again 0703000203. Now, if you want an NGO to handle, it's also good you report to an NGO. If you cannot reach out to the police, to NSCDC, you can reach out to an NGO that is involved in child rights advocacy or human rights NGO. You understand human rights advocacy. You can reach out to the Center for Total Child Development. The Center for Total Child Development is an NGO in Ibadan, and their number is 0818495451. You surely get help for the child. But in all, make sure you report. You can go to the nearest police station and report 
report or go to the nearest NS, uh, NSCDC officer, civil defense officer and reporter and the shide we get. Uh, that's all we can take on the show today. Let's do this again. Same time, same station next week by God's grace. God bless you.